Welcome to the Arise and Shine podcast, part of the teaching ministry of Pastor Festus Nasoha of Oasis Church and Holy Ghost End Time Ministries International. As it says in Isaiah 60 verse 1, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of God shines over you. It is our hope and desire that through this podcast you'd be encouraged and experience the transforming power of God's word. Be blessed. Wow, praise the Lord. What a joy again to come to fellowship with you through this media. And uh, this is Pastor Festus and Soha of Oasis Church in Prague, the Czech Republic, uh, on this broadcast today of Arise and Shine. Yes, really arise. And uh, you and I are to arise today. God is calling us to arise today, to arise in the area of knowing and understanding His love. Uh, let us pray today. Father, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, thanking you and blessing you. Praying for my friend and brother and sister uh, in Christ that, Lord, this time together will be a wonderfully blessed one. And Lord, anoint and quicken and empower and direct every message today. Let it be a blessing to us and the glory to your name. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. If, um, if, you are, if we are to really ask ourselves, what is the summary of the matter? We have a lot of books in the Bible from Genesis to Revelation. There are so much things, so much preaching, so much teaching, so much doctrines, so much things to explain. Sometimes we finally get almost like got lost in the midst of all the preaching and teaching and uh, uh, ministry and service, and we can actually sometimes Forget the heart of the matter, the summary of the matter. What is the heart of the matter? A, a man came to the Lord and asked him, what is the greatest commandment? What is the heart of the commandment? What is the heart of it all? And we're going to do that today in the book here, in the book of um, Mark, uh, chapter t- 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 13. And uh, it, the Lord was telling him there, listen, the, 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 the heart of the matter is love. The heart of the commandment is love. And that word there says, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy mind, with all thy soul. And then the second one is like, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Even in the Old Testament, in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 7, we can read that. And chapter 6, we begin there. Uh, Deuteronomy, chapter 6. And uh, this is what it says there. And um, in verse 5, it says, Verse 4 actually says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy mind. The summary of the matter, from Genesis to Revelation, what is required of you and I? How can we be sure we are doing the right thing? How can we be sure we, are have, we have the right motive? How can we be sure that we are sure of going to heaven? What is the summary of the matter? What is the heart of the matter? Love is at the heart. Just like as we draw love, it looks like a heart. That's the heart of the matter, love. The Bible said that God is love, and he who dwells in love dwells in God. And this is what Christ came to bring to earth. He came to bring back love to the human heart. Love of God, love as God have it. Not love as human beings have it. Not love of the world, but love as God have it. This is what 
Christ came down to do. And God wants want that this love, this, his love, might be revealed in us and to us and through us. There in John chapter 17 in the New Testament, and we can see what the Lord was saying there to the disciples. John 17, and um, in fact, if you look at the verse from verse 25, he says, O righteous Father, the world hath not known thee, but I have known thee. And these have known that thou hast sent me. Verse 26, and I have declared unto them thy name, and will keep on declaring it, that the love wherewith thou hast loved me may be in them and I in them. The Lord was saying here, Lord, I have taught them. I have preached to them. They have seen me heal. They have seen me deliver people. They have seen me change lives, transform lives. They have seen me walk on water. They have seen me walk among them and live among them. And this is a summary of what I have taught them. This is what I wanted to communicate to them through the miracles, through the healings, through the deliverances, through all, all the things I have done. This is the heart of the message. I have been trying to get this into their heart. What is that? That the love, the same love which you have loved me might be in them. This is the summary of all my life and ministry and work and teaching. This is the heart of the matter. This is a fountainhead of the streams of life, the love of God. That the love which you, God, my Father, have loved me might be in them. The same kind of love that exists between the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit might be in you and might be in me. That we might love with the same love. When I came here as a missionary to uh, the Czech Republic in those early years, 1993, and the Lord spoke to me something that really shocked me. I came here as a single man. I was a young man. Here I came. Came alone. I never was, was never married then. And, uh, and the Lord spoke to me something that really shocked me. He, he said to me, don't love them with your own love. I mean, it shocked me. I said, what is that? The Lord said to me, don't love them with your love. You, if you love them with your love, you and them will perish. It shocked me. I said, Lord. So he said to me, love with my love. If you love with my love, but you and the people that you are teaching or pastoring, will leave. If you love with your love, that's the end. Don't love with your love. Love with my love. You see, when, when Adam and Eve fell into sin, when man fell into sin, when man fell into darkness, everything about man fell into darkness. Not just the good side of man, not, I mean, not just the bad side of man, but even the man's good side. The tree in the Garden of Eden was called the tree of what? The knowledge of what? Good and evil. So both the good and the evil all fell into evil and become now instruments of darkness and destruction. Even the human love fell. It's a fall the human love is a fallen love. That's why the Bible says, love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If you love the world, the love of the Father is not in you. The Lord is saying, I want you to know the love of the Father and love with the love of the Father. The same love that is between me and the Father. The same intimacy. 
the same acceptance, the same walk, the same connection, the same bonding between me and the Father and the Holy Spirit. The love that is practiced in heaven, not the love on earth. So he said to me, don't love with your love. It startled me because I have, I have never before up to then heard anything. And he said, you have to love with my love. So you and I, all our, our Christian life and experience is, is revolved, must be revolved around learning to love with his own love. Much of the world today, much of the evil today that you know, happened on earth, most of them began with the human love. When human love is, is disappointed, when, when you, you didn't get back what you put, put in, when it, it, they didn't respond back to you as you expected them to respond back to you, anger, bitterness, hatred, envy, everything rises up because human love fell. It is a fallen love. And if you love with it, if you depend on it, it will break your heart, it will destroy your life. The love of God is totally, completely different from the love of the world, from the, your love or my love. The Lord said to me, never you love them with your love. If you love with your love, but you and them will perish. Love with my love. Say with me, love with my love, the love of God. So the Lord said here that uh, I have declared unto them your name. When he was healing, he was presenting God's name as Yahweh Rapha. When he was delivering, when he was uh, cleansing people, all the wonders, when he was providing bread and multiplying bread, he was presenting the name of the Lord, Jehovah Jireh, the God of providence. He said, I have revealed to them your name and will keep on revealing it until the same love that is, exists between you, my father and me, might be in them. The love of the father. The love of God, the love of the Spirit, the agape love. Hallelujah to Jesus. That this love might be in you and might be in me. This is the love that delivers us from selfishness. Now, in the book of Ephesians, chapter 1, this is very interesting. Chapter 1, in fact, if you look at verse 3, it says there, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who had blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he, God, has chosen us in Jesus before the foundation of the world. He chose us in him before the world was made, before there was Europe, before there was America, before there was Russia, before there was China, before there was Africa, before the world, before there was the moon and oceans and mountains and hills and, and galaxies and all that was created. Before the world was made, he knew you, he saw you, he saw me, he chose you, he chose me, he called us. For what? That we should be what? Holy and without blame before him in love. Holy. Holiness. Holiness is loving God. Holiness is the fruit of love. When you love somebody, you don't want to hurt them. You don't want to do something that offends them or speak words that hurt them. When we begin to walk in holiness, we are manifesting. It is like it is you loving God. It's you being loving God, doing those things that pleases Him. It's an expression of our love to God because God is holy and God is love. Before Him in love. That's the reason why he chose you. 
That's the reason why he called you, that we should be holy and without any blame. That kind of love and holiness, that nothing is in between on us and God. Before him in love, nothing separating us, nothing holding back the love or stopping it. Or, no, 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 no. Holiness keeps the love flowing without intermission. Praise be to God. Now, and verse 6 says, To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he has made us accepted in the beloved. This message is called the cycle of love. He had made us accepted in the beloved. That means God reached out and draw you into the cycle of love. The Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and you, and me, and you there, and you there. We are now in that cycle of divine affection and intimacy. That's what it means to be born again. That's what it means to be saved. We are brought out of darkness into his marvelous light, out of hatred, out of bondage, out of the dominion of Satan and darkness and evil and wickedness to this sacred cycle of divine affection. You and I are brought into the cycle of love. We are made accepted. We are brought into this cycle. Father, Son, Holy Ghost, you, me, we are revolving in this cycle of love. Hallelujah to Jesus. This love of God. The love of God. And, and there in chapter 3 of Ephesians, this is a, a revealed love. And, and Paul was praying here. And in fact, he says that, it says in verse, uh, in verse uh, 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 17, it says that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that ye being rooted and grounded in love, oh my Father. <laughs> rooted, that's deep root, and then grounded in love. Not in activity, not in ministry, not in church. Not in good works. Those things are good. But the root and the grounding must be love. Rooted and grounded. Spread out. So that anywhere the wind blows you, love keeps you. Even if when everything is shaking, love is there. You are rooted. You are grounded in love. What love? The love of God. The agape. You are deeply rooted in the love cycle. Your love roots are deep in the ground. That even when you don't even understand what is going on, when everything seems to be falling apart, when it, it seems as if God have left or whatever, you, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know. God loves me and I am in love with the Father. I am in love with Jesus. I am in love with the Holy Ghost and I am in love with the brethren. No matter how the devil attacks you, no matter how he troubles you on every side, as long as you and I are rooted in love, we love so deeply, we love so real with the love of God that we joyfully, lovingly forgive our enemies and bless those who curse us. No matter what evil they do against us, even when they try our life, try to destroy us, try to hurt us and harm us, we deeply, deeply, deeply forgive them and bless them. You are rooted and grounded 
in love. And this is an amazing, amazing scripture here. That you and I being rooted and grounded in love. Verse 18 says, may be able to comprehend. You see, there are things of God. This is why many times, many Christians easily give up, get offended and quit. They, they don't understand what is going on and they don't understand anything. They just completely get disconnected, get angry, get offended and whoop, they are gone. Why? Because if you are not rooted and grounded in the love of God, there are things you will never understand. No matter how you read the Bible, no matter how you pray, no matter how you are involved and active in church work, if you and I are not rooted and grounded in love, when we are rooted, grounded in love, then you may be able to comprehend, to understand. Then your, your understanding of the things of God, your knowledge of the word of God, of the kingdom, of the church, of the ministry, of the brethren, and even of life itself is, is, is from that love view. Love of God becomes your eye view to the world, to the church, to the brethren, to everything. Love becomes your view. You see the world through the love of God. And I'm telling you, it looks totally, completely different. Even when you are going through all kinds of attacks, you begin to see it, all the problems of life, all the worries of life. Because you are rooted, you are grounded, you are established, you, you are in love with the master, with the father, with the son, with the Holy Ghost, with the brethren. You have nothing against anyone. You see everything through the eye of love. And when you begin to, when we are rooted and grounded in love, we begin to comprehend, to have a comprehensive view. You are no more narrow, you are no more one-sided, you are balanced because love is the root and ground of your life, is the motivation, is the driving force of everything you do in life. The love of God. Hallelujah. Then comprehend with all sense what is the breadth and length and depth and height. You see, many Christians have a stunted growth. They believe for a while, they love God for a while, they grow for a little while, and then psst, they stop. Nothing again ministers to them. No matter preaching, no matter teaching, nothing again, they just stop growing. Why? You can never grow further till you are deep, deep, till you become, become deeper and deeper rooted and grounded in love. The deeper the love, the deeper the understanding, and the deeper the growth. Rooted in love, and then you grow. Hallelujah. Okay. And to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. To know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, which is beyond human knowledge. The love of God is beyond human comprehension. The, only, only few people on earth know the love of God. Know what love is. So all these things you hear about love and love and love, they are just, they are just ruined, broken pieces of love. There's nothing there. It, it is well without water. That you and I, grounded, rooted in love, motivated, driven, compelled, 
Our activities, our thoughts, our reasonings, our words and actions rooted and grounded in love, in the love of the Father, we begin to comprehend more and more, have a more comprehensive view of life. And then we begin to know again more and more because the love of God is not a static thing. It is like a flowing river. And God doesn't really love all of us the same. No. If the love is the same, then it is, it is cold. It is frozen. You, you know what you are getting. No. The love of God is a flowing thing. It's a living thing. It's fresh. It's full. It's real. It's strong. It's new every morning. You can't put it in a box. You can't put it in a basket. So people say God loves all of us the same. No, 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 no. He doesn't love all of us the same. It, his love is a fresh new thing. It depends on how open you are today to receive. It's all consuming love. Thou shall love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, with all thy soul, with all thy strength, with all thy mind. If God told you and I to love him with all our heart, all our soul, all our strength, how would he love us? Would he love us less? Of course not. That means the Almighty God loves you and I with all his heart, with all his soul, with all his strength, with all that is in him. That's too much to understand, Pastor Festus. That's too much. But that's true. If God said, love me with all your heart, you think he's going to love you with 10% of his heart? No, no, no. He, he loves you with all his heart. What is, what is his heart? His heart is Jesus. The heart of the Father is Jesus. And he loved you and I with all his heart. He did not even spare his heart. He didn't keep back his heart. He sent his heart. He sent his son. He sent Jesus Christ, his son, to die on the cross of Calvary. <laughs> this is how God showed us the greatness of his heart, the largeness of his love for you and for me. Say with me, Father, I want to know your love. And we must know the love of God, which is beyond human comprehension. Our head cannot contain the love, can't understand it. The love of God must be revealed. That is why he says there in the book of Romans, Romans chapter 5, and, and it says in verse 5 of Romans chapter 5, verse 5, it says, And a hope maketh not ashamed. Here he's saying here that when we hope for something, when we expect something, and somehow the thing we were hoping for is somehow delayed or not yet materialized, that even in that situation, we don't become ashamed. We don't become hopeless. Why? When hope has been delayed or what, what, what? Why can't we become you know, spiritless and hopeless and begin to faint in. Why? Because the love of God is poured in our heart by the Holy Spirit. Lift your hand and say with me, Heavenly Father, I love you. Say with me, Holy Spirit, pour the love of the Father in my heart today. Give me the love to love with. Jesus, give me your love to love with. Say it again. Jesus, give me your love to love with. Pour your love in my heart today. Wow. So the love of the Father is poured into our heart by the Holy Spirit. It is a spiritual love. 
It is not a carnal love. It's not a sensual love. It's not a fleshly love. It's not a worldly love. It's not a, it's not a romantic mental love. It is a spiritual love. The Holy Spirit have the treasure house of the love of God. Christ is the treasure, and the Holy Ghost have it, and He pours it into our what? Our heart. That means what? Your spirit. The love of God is poured into your spirit. It's, it is a spiritual love. And again, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 and verse 5, and it says here, And the Lord directs your hearts into the love of God. Wow! The Lord directs your heart into the love of God, into the patient waiting for Christ. The Lord here is the Holy Spirit. God here is God the Father and waiting for, and Christ here is the Son. So you have there the Holy Spirit, the Father, and Christ Jesus. The Lord, the Holy Ghost, directs your heart. Garner your heart. That means like he, he tried to get your heart, get your heart when it is all gone this way. He gather it, he gather it, and directs your heart into, into the love, into the love. Come away from here and get in here. Come out of here, come out of here and get in here to the love of God. The Holy Spirit is the love, is a, is a fountain of the love of God. And He is the one that pours God's love in our hearts. Greater love has no man than this, than that a man lay down his life for his friends. Friend, Christ loves you. He is called you and I into love. The love of the Father. The love of God. In this end time, the love of God must be revealed more and more to us every day to be able to survive all the evil and all the hatred that we see and feel every day. His love sets us free. His love delivers us. His love purifies us. And because He loves us, we ought also to love one another. The Bible said the love of Christ constrains us, compels us, motivates us, drives us. For we think that if Christ loved us so much and died for us, and we ought also to love one another. We ought not to live for ourselves, but to live for him who loved us and died for us. Friend, Arise and shine. Arise in the arm of God's love and be healed and be made whole. His love is for you now. Holy Spirit, release God's love now to every heart that is watching. Now that his love make you whole and make you complete. You are accepted in the beloved. Say with me, Lord Jesus, forgive my sins. Cleanse me with your blood. Holy Spirit, I believe Jesus is my Lord and Savior. Now fill my heart with the love of God in Jesus' name. Friend, this is Pastor Fezes and Soha, preached here in the studio in Prague, reaching out to you with the hand of God's love and mercy. Join us, help us, pray right today. You can see the address in your screen here in Prague or there in Brookhaven, Mississippi. Send your support to us. We have we believe that what God has given to us is very much needed in this end time. And I wanted to send today your financial support to support us to stay here on earth, bringing this word of God to you. 
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his love sustain you in this hour and time. Be blessed in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. See you again very, very soon. Jesus Christ reigns by the power of his love in your heart and in mine. Praise be to God in Jesus' name. It's a blessing, it's a joy always to come into your home and to share the word of God with you. Thank you and see you very soon. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise be to God today. Jesus came to do one thing, and that is to bring the kingdom of God. The way this is accomplished in our lives is through the gift of salvation. Salvation is a free gift of grace. It means that a person is forgiven and freed from their sin, given a new life, will go to heaven when they die, and will one day be resurrected from the dead when Jesus comes to make all things new. To receive this gift of salvation, there's a couple key things. First, recognize you're a sinner, meaning your life is not aligned with God's purpose for you and that you do things that are wrong and evil, deserving of God's judgment. Second, recognize that you need a savior, that Jesus died and rose again to forgive and free you from your sins and to give you a new life. Third, turn from your life of sin and believe in Jesus Christ for your salvation. You can pray a prayer like this. Father in heaven, I come before you today to turn from my sins. I recognize that I am a sinner and that I need a savior, and Jesus is that savior. I believe he died for my sins and rose again to set me free so I can be in heaven with you when I die and one day rise again like Jesus did. I turn to you, Lord, and I turn from my sins and receive from you a new life. In Jesus' name, amen. For more resources on the next steps to take, check out our website, holyghost.cz, and visit the page, New Start, under the Seeking God section. Thank you for listening to the Arise and Shine podcast. Our prayer is that it encouraged, instructed, and uplifted you and pointed you to Jesus Christ. For more information about Pastor Festus, Oasis Church, and Holy Ghost Anti-Ministries International, visit our website, holyghost.cz. Be blessed.